Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth podcast. This podcast is about sharing strategies and ideas to help business owners build, protect, and transition their businesses for the future while creating more balance in their life. Your host is Thomas J. Perone, CLUCIC, and president of the New England Consulting Group of Guilford Incorporated, consulting business owners for over 50 years. Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth. Hi, I'm Tom Perone, and I'm your host. And this podcast is all about learning strategies to build your business, to create greater profit, but to create also an abundance of leisure time so you can enjoy what you're building. Today, we have a wonderful guest, and I would like to introduce to you Dr. Jeff Barnell, welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth podcast. Jeff, thanks for coming in and speaking with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to it. I've gotten to know Jeff over the uh, the uh, year, uh, being introduced to him by a friend. And uh, Jeff, you don't mind if I call you Jeff versus Dr. Dia? Not at all. I prefer it. He does. Uh, uh, Jeff is uh, is one of these regular guys that's very good at what he does, and he's a great human being to talk with and very enjoyable. Um, I know Jeff, but I'm going to introduce a little bit more about Jeff because he has a he's a doctor of chiropractic, originally from Queens and Long Island. He lives in Milford now, loves to practice in the wonderful town of Orange. He loves it very much. He's a graduate of Life Chiropractic College in Marietta, Georgia, 1930, 30 years ago, Jeff. You don't, you don't look like you're old enough to graduate from college in 1991, um, but he's been practicing for 27 years. So he's been around the block a couple of times, huh, Jeff? Yes, it's, it's, it's been really just a, um, a, a wonderful journey. I've enjoyed it, making a difference for people. It, it, it does not feel that long to me, to be honest with you. Well, you know, Jeff has a good saying, and you could tell how much in love he is with what he does and how he helps the community holistically, because he says, we're going to spell holistically with a big W to make them what, Jeff? Well, you know, it, a lot of people view the body as different parts and different systems, the operative word being different, but everything works together to create a, a, a whole system, a whole life, a whole body of work that's going on. And I love the word holistic with a W because when one receives beautiful, clean, specific chiropractic care, it's actually making them more whole. So I take poetic license and throw a W in front of you. Yeah, and I get it. And when you talk to Jeff, you're going to find him very excited about talking about what he does because he helps so many people. Jeff, I'm going to um, shift over here and uh, talk to you as a business owner because you run a great practice. And again, this is a little unusual. My show is normally business owner to business owner. But because a business owner needs the services of a Dr. Arnell, I, I want to talk to, to Jeff about how he runs his business. And then we're going to talk about some of the more holistic approaches as a chiropractor and some of the important things for us as people to understand about, about uh, going to a chiropractor and that type of medica- medicine. Um, Jeff, 
let's talk about what are the things you've been successful running a business for 27 years. What are the things that you did to make your career successful that you can think of? Well, that is that is a, a very deep and awesome question. Uh, you know, when you get out of school, to be honest with you, you 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 learn a lot about what to do uh, for patients, but not for business. When you graduate, when you go through chiropractic school, so one of the things you have to do is. And I don't like the word has to. I like I prefer the words gets to. When I what I got to do was surround myself with people who had already done versions of what I'd like to do. And it's truly like a family out there in chiropractic where everybody's looking to help one another. So what I did was I started going to seminars and conferences, and I did a lot of reading. And I began implementing things that I've learned along the way, and some of it stuck and some of it didn't. And I kept revising and, you know, uh, evolved into where I am today. Uh, you know, the funny thing is your, your statement is common to many people in the medical profession uh, in, in that you're, you know what you're doing in that area, but they don't really spend a lot of time teaching you about business uh, in school. So you're kind of you're kind of like a torpedo going to the right and left until you get it out, uh, get it straight. But you took the initiative to learn about business, which was smart. Well, it it, it had to be done. Uh, there, there's two hands that we have. We have the business hand and the service hand. And I've learned not to let one hand know the other because when I'm taking care of patients. That's that's really my love, much more than, to be honest with you, much more than the business side of things. But um, I I have to learn, or I got to learn, I get to learn how to create. I guess you would call it a smoothness, a you know procedures and policies that cut the fat out of challenges and make everyone's experience. Uh, much more enjoyable and the journey much more embraceable. Uh, so that's so really just listening and learning and implementing from people who have done it before me and conferences. The, that's really been, I guess, the two largest, I don't guess, those have been the two largest uh, ways that I've, I've been able to learn. Yeah, and uh, I know the people you know well, and that's how I met you, and they are very good business people. What concerns you the most about being in your own business? What concerns me about, well, at this point in time, I don't really have too many concerns, but I guess back in the day, it would be the, um, the lack of knowledge that tends to exist in the community about the benefits of the chiropractic care and what it delivers to the body. There's, people don't know what they don't know. They've just, they just know what they've been run into in their life and what they hear from other people. There's so much more to it. And many people sadly uh, miss the boat on the, the benefits beyond even just pain relief with chiropractic. So if the community or communities had a greater understanding of the power and benefit and really what chiropractic was born to do when it became a profession, that would make things a lot easier, both for society and for the chiropractors at large. You know, that's a good point because um, 
your field's really not that different to many fields because educating the consumer of what you have as a product and why they should use it and the right way of using it is a, is a definitely a, um, a challenge to most people. And there's various ways of doing it. Uh, social media helps a lot and that kind of thing. But um, I give you credit because that's right online to one of the, the most important parts of being concerned about your business at any time, because, uh, you know, if they don't, if you don't have people in the waiting room, then you don't have a business no matter how good you are. Absolutely. It's a matter of, uh, I guess, part of, part of growing and part of becoming visible and letting the world know that you exist is educating the public and letting you know, getting out there and letting them know, know you like you and trust you. And when you come from a good place, when you come from the right heart, when you have a, a mindset of intellect coupled with a heart set of passion, uh, and it's authentic, which it is for me, if I may tout one thing about me. I mean, I tell every patient that uh, many people start out in their career and they're excited about what they do and they're going to make a difference and they're going to change the world. And in some way, somehow, weathering happens and the enthusiasm fades with time and it becomes a little bit more monotonous. For me, I love what I do today more than yesterday, which was more than the day before. And it's been going like that for 27 plus years now. More than that, because I actually practiced in New York for two years before I came to Connecticut. I've just been so blessed to be part of so many success stories and to be able to educate the public. You know, they'll hear things from me that they'll never hear anywhere else. And it makes sense because I break it down to the lowest common denominator that they need to hear it. And they have wows and ahas and discoveries and epiphanies. And how come I never heard this before? It's so simple. And yet the simple was designed to confound the wise. It's so easy to understand what it is that I do and how it works. I, might, I don't know if I'm getting off your question here, but um, uh, filling the waiting room uh, is really, I, I have my own words, I call it the living room, not the waiting room. I don't keep people waiting. They get in, they get their adjustments, and, and they, they have a better day after that. But yes, it's about educating. Everything stems from, from a heart set of education, if you will. Yeah, and, and it's important. I won't belabor it, but also keep in mind that 25, 30 years ago, or maybe not as long as that, you know, you thought of a chiropractor when all of a sudden you were hurting rather than preventative type of medication. And we're going to talk about that later. But um, so what are the what is the key issues in your business that you definitely have to stay up on? Well, but before I go into that, just 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 for a matter of clarity, very often in English, this um, the community or society interchangeably uses the word medicine with healthcare, and um, in in several of your questions, you've referred to the word medicine, and I want to be clear: there's actually zero anything medicinal about what it is that a chiropractor does healthcare that we provide has no medicine. It stems from a desire to actually help the body heal itself better and last longer. So there's no medicine involved, but it is healthcare. So Jeff, I have a question for you as a business owner. Yes. 
as a business owner and not a doctor, but what concerns you the most about being in your own business? Well, uh, the, the number one thing that concerns me the most is to make sure that the people that I have working with me, my front desk young lady, uh, in this case, um, is the right fit for my office. For many years, it was very difficult to find the right fit. Albeit them all nice people, they weren't the right fit. And presently, I have a front desk girl that is to die for, but to live for. Her name is Natalia. And the love that she has for all the people that come into my office has just turned up a whole lot of love coming right back at her. That's important to have the right people work with me. The second one would be if I had, uh, with all the seminaring I go to, uh, anybody in, in the family objecting to it, I don't. My family is a thousand percent supportive of everything that I do to make a difference in people's lives, whether I have a new patient at the end of the day and it goes into dinner time, nobody cares. Everybody's all for me helping people. And um, what else? I believe that, uh, that those would be the two main things that I would say would be normally the biggest concerns, but we've got that taken care of now. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in heaven with those two situations. The third one would be as the practice continues to grow from everybody getting educated, the office space itself might become too small in the near future, but we'll cross that bridge when I get to it. Yeah, that's always a big one, the office space to make sure everybody's comfortable and you're doing it. And a lot of my business owners have the same problem, uh, uh, but you, you deal with it when it comes, you know. Okay. What's pretty cool is that the patients that come in, they see each other, they come in at the same times and friendships are actually born in the office as well. So that's that's a nice little extra unexpected benefit I see happening. How the heck did you first learn about chiropractic? Well, that's a great question. Thank you for asking. Um, it, it, uh, I don't really feel like I found chiropractic. I feel like chiropractic found me. Uh, basically, one day, this was back in the day when I was living in Long Island, I knew somebody who was going to chiropractic school. He had not even graduated yet. I wasn't even thinking about that he was going to chiropractic school. He came home on a break and he asked me two questions one day. He said to me, Jeff, I know you don't get headaches, but when you do, what do you do about it? And I looked at him with a confused look of what kind of question is this? And I said, I take an aspirin. And then he said another question, which changed my life. He said, well, so you're telling me, or are you telling me that when you have a headache, is it because your body was low in aspirin? And I said, no. And then he said, well, then why would you take aspirin if you're not low in it? And it hit me between the eyes that I was doing something robotically with no knowledge as to why. I was just doing what everybody does because they did it. And there must be a cause of the headache. Again, I, didn't, I never really had headaches, but when I did, there was a reason and I became really curious as to what the reason was. And I started going around for the next two and three months asking everybody, what do you do when you get a headache? Why, you're low in aspirin? And the lights that were going on above the reactions, the facial reactions, wow, yeah, that makes sense, that makes sense. And I started realizing that everything is from the inside out with regards to health in the body. 
It's not from the outside in. It's the body has a, a, uh, an issue inside of it somewhere that's causing the cry for help, if you will, that a headache or other ache or pain might be. And I started diving into it and just loved becoming a truth teller and fell in love with the profession because it's really all about the truth of the body and how it works and how to make it work better. So, so what would be the number one cause of sickness, illness, infirmity, and disease? Well, that's a great question. Again, thank you. Um, in, my, in my professional opinion, the number one cause of sickness, illness, infirmity, disease is actually not what you do, but what you don't do. It's neglect. It's this ongoing assumption that in the absence of a symptom, everything is beautiful and everything is great. And you hear the phrases, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And you hear people say, I'm good, I'm good. Well, things are breaking long before the symptom decides to show itself. The body's a machine with parts that all work dependently and independently with each other. And it all happens through the nervous system, the central nervous system, the brain, spinal cord, and nervous system. And when we bend, lift, sit, stand, push, pull, twist, and turn in gravity all day, every day of our lives. We've all heard of the phrase wear and tear, and it happens quietly, silently, until one day some symptom decides to show up, and we think it started then because we didn't know it was brewing all these years beforehand. So by not taking proactive steps, but by living in a reactive crisis care mentality, we allow things to snowball much faster than they would by neglect. Really, and, and neglect is also not anything more than just uh, with, with a billion percent respect, this is not meant to be a negative term, but it's ignorance. It's just people don't know. They've never been educated, which is why I'm so much about educating everybody who comes into my office, because I want them to know. I was so blessed and lucky to learn this stuff, and I feel that others would be as well. You know, interesting. So here's a question that concerns good health practices. Um, why is, would it be a good health practice to see a chiropractor on a regular basis? Well, the reason is, again, proact proactively. The way the body works is um, through an intelligence that is self-perpetuating. You don't have to think about anything consciously that goes on in your body. There's an innate inborn intelligence that made you. I mean, you went from a sperm and an egg to a fully functioning body of work with, with human appliances called organs and glands and muscles and all kinds of function. And everything has to be stirred to life from the source of all of that life, which is between your ears called your brain. It all flows down. You're wired. You've heard the phrase wired for sound. Well, you're wired for life. And every nerve has one job, and it's to transmit life to wherever it goes. It's a human wire. So knowing that wear and tear happens to one through everything they do, all of the ADL, which stands for activities of daily life, it's a proactive thing to get that adjustment to minimize and counteract the wear and tear and allow the brain to have five bars of signal, if you will, to the body instead of four and three, which still may be with no symptoms, but 
allowing the body to go from a state of ease to less ease, which is dis-ease, which then can snowball into disease, which could have very well been possibly prevented, delayed. We don't know, we don't have crystal balls, but when you allow the system to work better, it functions better, it's quality and longevity is the result. So, so Jeff, when would someone first see a chiropractor? Well, the best time for someone to see a chiropractor, and they can't make this conscious decision because it's they're an infant, it's right out of the womb. The birthing process is traumatic for the baby. The, 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 you know, these moms are passing watermelons. The doctors have to take the baby and guide them out and twist and tilt and turn and torque the neck and, and, you know, hopefully pull, but not too much. Actually, it would be great for just contractions to let the baby come out. But um, the spine is often misaligned right out of the womb. And there is a uh, process called pediatric adjusting. It's a whole other technique. We don't take care of babies like we do adults. There's a whole different style of doing that. And it's great. And these babies, even if they're not adjusted right out of the womb, when they develop things like colic or ear infections and things like that, there have been so many times when uh, parents who are already chiropractic patients would then bring their babies to the chiropractor and, and so many of these things become resolved drug-free. Wow, that's amazing. I hit that early, huh? It's, a, it's amazing. Um, so what controls and delegates health, Jeff? The nervous system, the, the innate intelligence that I mentioned before, it's genius. You never have to remind your heart to beat. You know, uh, a, a, a cadaver, a dead person, and a live person both have brains and organs, yet one is working and one isn't because of that intelligence that's inborn. It's a genius. It's a bodyguard. It's it's controlling and coordinating every single thing that ever happens in your body. That is the source. That's the thing that makes things happen. And it does flow through your nerves, your human wires that I mentioned before. Now, when vertebrae, even quietly, silently become out of place, pressure can be applied to those nerves. And everybody tends to think, well, if I have a pinched nerve, it's going to hurt. But more often than not, it doesn't hurt either until it's been pinched long enough or if it's pinched severely enough. But even in the absence of a symptom, what happens is that there's a diminishment of flow. It's synonymous with if you had a hose and you were watering the garden and I came over and I slightly stepped on the middle of the hose, I would be creating interference with the ease and the flow and the speed and the volume and the capacity of that hose and the garden would get less. In the body, it's not water, it's life. That's what flows through you, it's instructions. The human body is such a machine and the way it works, we'll never fully understand it. But in principled chiropractic, the, the word principle stems from uh, the understanding that every time a patient walks into my office, the all-time greatest doctor in the universe walks in with him or her. It's the doctor within. That's, that's who's, you know, you, something comes into you, uh, the body attacks it. It notices it as foreign, and it tries to sterilize itself from things that don't belong in there. It's, it's a genius 
and it works to promote life, not sickness, illness, disease, or infirmity. So I guess now the short answer, to cut it shorter, is it's the innate God-given intelligence inside the body that controls and coordinates health, vitality, immunity, resistance, and life. And when you remove the interference to that with what's called the chiropractic adjustment, the nerves tend to go, if I may take poetic license, from speaker wire to cable, to broadband cable. More information can travel through a thicker wire than a thinner one. And you go from dis-ease back to ease. And of course, the sooner you do it, the better it happens. Once you get to a point of damage, like burning paper cannot be, you cannot unburn it. You can't re-yoke a beaten egg. It's just more uh, beneficial to understand this earlier and proactively take care of the machine in which you live called your body. If you bought two cars and you only took care of one of them, you know which one will last longer. Right. So you're saying that what controls everything in the body is the nervous system? Yes, the innate it's it's the innate intelligence that travels through the nervous system. Wow, it's amazing. What sabotage what sabotages health and life in the body? When vertebrae become either twisted, tilted, torqued, or turned out of proper the proper desired alignment that it's supposed to be in. There is a supposed to be in the body. And it's, you know, no one, no one has ever, well, let me put it to you this way. The benefits of staying misaligned are phenomenal, has never been said by anybody. The, the adjustments, when we do, when we, we, anal we analyze in the spine, when someone comes to the office, there's a consultation, there's a thorough exam, there's any and all necessary x-rays, followed by what's called a report of findings where I report everything to my patients. I educate them, I invite questions. The only stupid questions are the ones that are not asked. And I let them see what's supposed to be and what is. And then chiropractic is the only profession in the universe that's that's designed to correct that. When the vertebrae are realigned through the chiropractic adjustment, the specific chiropractic adjustment, pressure is relieved. It's like going to the fuse box and flipping the off switch back to on so power can be restored. The adjustment restores a greater flow of life and the body responds by working and functioning on a higher level and you reach your higher capacity and potential which is what you are destined to have when you were loved into existence. So, so the chiropractic adjustment, is that what, that's what you would consider the counteract? Absolutely. That's the shortest answer you can, I could give you. Yes. It's amazing, isn't it? It, it is. As I said, it's, 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 uh, it's so simple, yet it's so powerful. So, you know, Jeff, a question that I wanted to ask is years ago, I'm, I'm talking years ago, and I don't know how it is now, Years ago, maybe 25, 30, maybe 40 years ago. I'm not that old, you know. Doctors looked down to chiropractors uh, years ago um, and poo-pooed its ability. And I don't think that's happening today. Do you see any type of that attitude out there in the, in, in the field of medicine? Well, the truth be told, I do. I do see it. Um, again, people don't know what they don't know. And 
there may be a bias. I don't know. I don't want to sound, I don't want to give an answer to that that's a stereotyped written answer. There are medical doctors out there that are pro-chiropractic. Uh, uh, there are medical doctors out there that uh, are pro-chiropractic if, if even for just pain relief, if not for um, optimal flow of life, because that's what, that's what it was originally born as. When I'm getting a little bit off on a tangent, but if, when chiropractic was born as a profession, it was not originally meant for pain relief. That was the side effect. It was really to measure the before and after function of different parts of the body and to see how it responds to less pressure on the wires that carry light, called nerves. But um, there are people out there, medical doctors and aside, that, that have heard what they've heard and spun it in their minds to become their belief system. But at the end of the day, whatever one believes isn't relevant to whether or not chiropractic works. Chiropractic works like gravity whether you believe it or not, it's there, less pressure on nerves allows for more life. And uh, the more patients go express this to their MDs, some of them become, some of them are more open-minded than others, I'm speculating. And uh, so, yeah, it's still out there, but um, you know, I, I don't have a, um, a full understanding. And there's probably all different shades of gray as to how open-minded medical doctors are to chiropractic care. And again, that was many years ago. Uh, I brought it up only because of one of these questions that popped out of my head. Um, Jeff, so one does not have to be in pain in order to benefit from chiropractic care? One does not have to. Well, you really, to, the short answer to that is you need three things to benefit from chiropractic care. Number one is a pulse. So you have to be alive. Number two is a spine. So I think we all have spines. And number three are vertebrae that have lost their proper desired position in alignment. And the only way that anybody will ever find that out is by visiting a chiropractor who looks for those things. And uh, if you have them, then it's important to realize that they will never fix themselves misalignments don't realign themselves. In fact, with aging and wear and tear, the snowball continues and they tend to worsen. And the snowball or a better word ripple, the ripple effect of that is other things then begin to take on the unnecessary load like discs and muscles. And it just, you know, the body continues to cry more and more for help. And then if they take meds, again, it wasn't a lack of meds that caused the problem. So we, we always recommend first and foremost, doing something natural and holistic to create that, that um, wholeness again, so the body can be what it was designed to be. You know, we've all heard wonderful stories from our friends and stuff about the chiropractic care and how it it changed their lives and stuff. So I'm sure you have many. So I'd love to hear some of the examples of the success stories that were above and beyond your patient expectation. Well, you know, um, thank you for asking that question. That's that's a that question can be a, another whole podcast yeah. <laughs> um, after 27 plus years of doing this. Uh, the the, the um, 
you know, I'll, I'll say this very often in my career, patients would come in with that one complaint that made them call me. It could have been a neck pain or a headache or a back pain. And they also have one, two or three other issues that they're dealing with that they did not tell me about because they didn't come to me for that. And yet some way, somehow, while I'm taking care of them for what they came in for, which I'm really not even doing that. I'm, I'm not a pain chaser. When someone comes into my office with a, with a pain, I, couldn't, I can't even see the pain on an x-ray. I go for the cause. DC is doctor of chiropractic, but we change it to doctor of cause. I don't look for the symptom. I look for the problem. If you only chase the symptom and you don't get rid of the problem, you're going to be on a, on a yo-yo up and down uh, with the pain and it gets worse with age and it lasts longer as well. But back to your question, uh, for instance, um, several times in my career, I've had patients with surgery scheduled to remove their gallbladders. And once they began chiropractic care, the doctors, the doctors canceled the surgeries because more life was hitting their gallbladders. Now, I didn't tell them that would happen. I don't, I'm not a medical doctor. I don't tell anybody anything other than what I know I do. However, the body responds that way. There have been women that could not conceive that became moms, not just in my office, but in my colleagues' offices all over the place. I mean, these are things that are discussed at seminars. Um, I had a, uh, I guess my, listen, I, I don't like to compare one patient to the next, but I guess if, if I had to, the, the biggest, every, every, every um, success story is the same victory for the patient as it is for me. I did have a patient once that was uh, asked by a young person, uh, can you go in and get me something that he was too young to have into a store? He was declined. And then this person who became my patient was ambushed by that kid and his gang on a construction site with two by fours and pipes and was put into a coma. And for 35 days, uh, had five brain surgeries, memory loss, seizures, um, all kinds of things, uh, memory loss, I, I think I said that. And uh, one of my patients, when he came to, asked this gentleman's stepfather, can I bring him to my chiropractor? And the stepfather actually said yes, and he came in, and the seizures went away, and the memory this young man knows more about chiropractic than many chiropractors. I, I, I always wanted to bring him to a seminar so he can get on stage. So many things. He was even actually able to become employed wow. for a while. With wow. the, he went from a man to a boy from the trauma. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, so that's that's been a big thrill for me. He was even mentioned by the um, the, the priest at my wedding who was in my office when this guy came in and started hugging me uh, as an example of what happens in my office to, to the audience at my wedding. So, um, but those are some of the things that happen. I've helped people with that. They didn't tell me they were suffering from things like uh, constipation or um, uh, asthma or allergies. And I've never advertised verbally or in print or on social media that I take care of those things. I only take care of what's called a subluxation, which is a one or more vertebrae that have become out of alignment, touching nerves, 
blocking the flow of life, interfering with one's expression of optimized abundant health and life. That's all I do. Anything else is something else. Chiropractic is just that via the adjustment. The um, one thing that I've learned very quickly about Jeff is um, he's an honorable guy, honorable doctor. Uh, and he tells you the way it is uh, straightforward. And uh, Jeff, you've had some amazing stories, but that one is an amazing story to see that change of life in that person that was assaulted so badly. Um, wow. Huh? That's something that's, that's a wow. huh? Again, yes, that's a wow. However, again, one doesn't need to go through all of that to benefit from chiropractic. Everyone has their own version of a wow. When this is done uh, in time and properly, and 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 uh, you know, my colleagues and I—I I mean, I surround myself with like-minded people. I'm not the only one. I, I love my colleagues. My colleagues are not in competition with each other. We all want each other to be the best versions of ourselves, so that we can help more people be the best versions of themselves. We come from from a heart set of desire to truly make a difference because everyone we get to put our hands on on the table is a mother father brother sister aunt uncle child niece nephew of somebody and everybody wants everybody to be happy healthy and and live a great life yeah and um you know when i talk to you about this that that seems to be the number one thing your goal in life is to make people happy, get them better, make them feel good, which is great. Jeff, this has been great. I uh, One question, on the educational part, do you run any workshops or do you have any resources that if someone wants to learn more about your practice, they have, there's a place for them to go to read before they contact you? Thank you so much for that. Yes, I have for years been doing what we call new patient orientations in my office where new patients come in and um, within the first week or so, if not immediately, they enjoy a 45 minute or so introduction with depth, but I keep it interesting. My goal is never to be monotonous and boring. I really wow people because it is just an amazing bunch of information or a bunch, I don't like that word, a lot of information that becomes, with the love that I put into it, transformation. People sit there, time and time again, patients have come in and they, they're invited to bring their spouse or their friends or whomever. And sometimes these people just go because they've been asked, but they don't really have an interest. And if you could see the slow motion photography of them sitting, videography of them sitting, listening to the presentation I give, they go from somewhat of a slouched position to more of an upright one from interest. The eyes widen, the ears perk up, the wows happen. I didn't know that. I often ask people at the end, what did you learn today that stuck out the most? And they say things they would have never heard for the rest of their lives. And they're going to hold on to it and maybe even share that with people who weren't there. Again, now the short answer is yes, Wednesday nights uh, with notice, uh, if I know you're coming, 6.15 till about 7 or 7.15, excluding holidays. 
Okay. And if somebody can't come on a Wednesday because they're committed to something, I am truly so all in that if they still wanted to come, I would schedule a, a special one on a time that they and theirs can come in as well. So it's uh, it's one for all in my office. Oh, that's great, Jeff. And uh, I'm going to put all the contact information in the show notes. And so uh, anybody who, again, listens to the show will have the links, Jeff's email. That's the best way, Jeff. And I'll put the phone number to the office in the summary. Absolutely. Well, Jeff, thank you. Uh, this was uh, very educational. And you brought up a lot of good points and probably new things for many people. And I appreciate you taking the time to do it. And, and those of you who are listening to this podcast, look for the notes and you'll be able to contact Dr. Jeff Arnell. Jeff, anything else you want to say before we leave? Thank you for asking. Yes, I think a great thing for me to end on would be to, to just plant the seeds in as many minds as I can through this and other ways, but here today through this, that one should really develop and exercise a knowledge base of realizing that one should not confuse the absence of symptoms with an equivalent of health. The body does break down and repair all day long. And the beauty of chiropractic is it helps repair, keep up so much more with breakdown. It is so much easier to stay well than it is to get well. And uh, those that take those proactive steps years from now, if they started now, will see those that didn't and be grateful that they took the step that they did, especially if they go to a principal, uh, loving, giving, loving, serving chiropractor. Thank you for asking that question. You're welcome. And Jeff, thank you so much and have a great day. You as well. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. It was a good show today. And uh, if you would help us out by subscribing, click a like. Uh, if you have any ideas or thoughts that you would like to share with us, please email me at tperone, that's P-E-R-R-O-N-E, at N-E-C-G-G-I-N-C dot com. And if you are a business owner, or you know business owners that would like to participate on our show, certainly let me know. We certainly welcome everyone who is a business owner to help people out there that are running businesses with great ideas and strategies to make them successful. So again, thanks for tuning in. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. Whenever you're ready to grow and protect your business while creating more balance in your life, here are three steps you can take. One, subscribe to this podcast. To request a free copy of Tom's newly published book, Unlocking Your Business DNA, email Tom at tperone at necgginc.com. And on the subject line, type DNA. Include your mailing address. And thirdly, take the one-minute scorecard and report to see how efficient you are in your business planning. Email tperone at necgginc.com and request scorecard. For additional information, click the show notes.